This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. And now we have a treat for sports fans everywhere. It's really important that professional athletes learn what uh, to say and how to deliver their message. You've got a great first half. Make sure you keep the ball doing the work. We're still looking to get it in the wide areas. First of all, it's the correct stadium design, but also the correct pitch construction. And that clash, that rivalry comes together with that traditional white blocked against that more modern, contemporary neon color. All these events live on the programme. We'll continue to do our best to cover sport in the way that you like, backed up by our highly professional team. Grandstand starts now on BFM 89.9. It is Friday. It's me, Ross. It's that time. Uh, time for another episode of Grandstand. Uh, now, it's it's a brand new show. It's not like our normal Friday show. It is still sports-based and... Um, Today, we're looking at grassroots football. So I've got in the studio with me, he is the GM of Little League Malaysia, Shazwan Wong. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for inviting me over. Thank you. Um, okay, I, 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 this is Little League Malaysia. Uh, let me explain, or why don't you explain? What is Little League Malaysia? Uh, we run youth football development program. Uh, as of now, we have uh, four centres across Klang Valley and we coach young kids and my, my, let, let me just jump in there now my, my kid goes every Saturday and Sunday yeah it's great uh, hundreds of children every weekend uh, take part in outdoor activities right yes uh, it's great for the kids to come out and enjoy their football and from then on those uh, that we see potential we'll pick them out and they train competitively on the weekdays Brilliant stuff. So, Shazwan, how did you get into this? Obviously, love of the game. First of all, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've started coaching since 2003. Uh, that was back in Shanghai. And I started by chance. Uh, I was playing in a Sunday league with a team across town there okay. in Shanghai. So, okay. with a bunch of teachers. And they asked me along, like, do you want to come out coach on the weekends? And I said, yes. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I started with a bunch of like three or four years old kids. Wicked. That's, that's the first time that I coached. Brilliant. And never looked back from then on. There, there is a buzz. People, people tell me uh, when you see a kid, literally from, from when a kid arrives, like two left feet, to when you see them. Uh, you know, do things to a football or, or whatever. Yeah. There is a buzz, uh, right? The satisfaction... It's hard to explain it, but when you see a kid being able to absorb what you teach, I think like that's a that's a major satisfaction down there. Brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. Okay, so what what are your day to day involvements uh, with, with Little League Malaysia? How does how does your how's a typical Shazwan day start? Uh, I'll log into the office about ten in the morning. You have to tell me the time. Yeah, I, 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 well, I'm not clocking. <laughs> So from then on, uh, like on the TV, coffee bean till about twelve. On yeah. Wednesday, we'll do a meeting with the coaches. Uh, I'll sit down with uh, my coach that's coached with me with the under eights team. Okay, so, so so what 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 are the meetings with the coaches? How, what what do you talk about? Usually the plan for the week on a Saturday Sunday because we have four centers across Klang Valley as you know, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of coaches involved. So on our weekly meetings, there's like things that we discuss, like we want to. Everything's in order for all, all our centres. And 
we'll head to the pitch by four o'clock for our weekday session. So you you're on you're on the field every day as well. Uh, no, uh, we train on weekdays. Personally, myself, I yeah. coach on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday okay. in the evenings. Okay, that is with the under eights team. Brilliant. Uh, all right. I I I I follow you on Twitter. I see you're very active. I, I saw last yes, just today. You you posted pictures of uh, you very actively still playing football. Yeah. Uh, That's great. That's great. It's wonderful. Currently, we are running this uh, KV United charity series, ah. uh, which I ran four matches, which open to the public for them to register. Uh, actually, it's all full now. Okay. Uh, so we managed to capture. 160 players for Brilliant. for the four editions. Brilliant! And the money we receive, uh, we're gonna go out and buy goodies for to give out to people during this uh, festive season. Mm. Okay, um, let, let's go back to to what you do with Little League Malaysia and and grassroots football. Basically, it starts here, yes. <laughs> right? I mean, this is what it's all about. Um, what what what's your? Are there enough kids doing it? First of all. Oh, there's a lot actually. Uh, we coach across a thousand kids every week, from weekdays to the weekends, uh, across four centers and schools that we go to as well. Mm-hmm. So, so there's there's a lot of people. There. Okay, so uh, uh, say say a, a six year old kid comes to you today. He knows absolutely nothing about football. He's not very keen. His mum's pushed him into it. How do you get him? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They go, oh, I want him to play outdoors. You know how mothers are. So that's their my love for the kid outdoors done. Uh, But how how do you get this kid involved? How do you how do Uh, these are the kids that come to our weekend session Uh where it's more to fun, more to fun football. There's no pressure whatsoever. They turn up, we set up fun drills, and then they just play. Uh, Hopefully by that they'll start to enjoy football. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kids need to be able to enjoy a- absolutely, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, creates camaraderie and, and, and all, all kinds of good things can come out of it. What's your biggest complaint uh, of parents? Biggest complaints of yeah. parents? I'm sure there's a long list, right? Yes, there's a long list. <laughs> go, go on. Like, be nice. You, you don't want to complain about parents. Uh, not everyone knows everything about football but they all yeah. think they do though right yes i think <laughs> our major task is like to try to educate parents uh so hang on you, you you're talking about here match day situation they're on the touchline they're giving you advice uh giving the coaches advice nobody give me advice though so <laughs> luckily enough uh yeah i think like we need to ed- educate parents yeah. and what are the do and don'ts in football yeah uh End of the day, if the kids are enjoying it, exactly, let the coach do the job. Yeah. Uh, we know, like all the coaches, he is there to improve the kids, and I think the parents just have to let us improve the kids. If, if you're listening, parents, I mean, it's it's all very commendable being hands on and all that. I drop my kid off every Saturday and Sunday. I used to go for the full full hour and a bit that he stayed. Now I let him play for half an hour. I have my tea and then I come back and watch the last 15 minutes. It's it's It doesn't put him under pressure. I know he enjoys, he talks a different way with his friends, you know, in front yeah. of his friends than he does with his dad. And So, yeah, you got to give your kids room. I think that's the general idea uh, here, good right? good example is actually Bowen Hodak. Uh, his boy is playing with us in the under-11 state. And, and, okay, how is Luca? Is he good? Uh, Luca is good. Uh, good Two player. Two-footed? It's very left. I think he's a lefty. What what kind of position? Uh, he's placed on the left, left yeah. midfield. 
So and very unlike daddy then, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Boyan, if you're listening, yeah? Nothing like you, yeah? And Boyan is a national team coach. Yeah. And he says nothing about the session. He doesn't give out instructions on the uh, sidelines. Because, because he understands. That, he's got football. that football etiquette, yeah. right? It, yeah. It's it's manners. I mean, it's worldwide. It's, it's just like now... We see newspapers. Oh, you shouldn't talk Chinese in front of Malay people. I mean, come on! Isn't that common sense that should have started from the year dot? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need to print that now. And, yeah. and so, yeah, football etiquette and manners and all that goes a long way. Um, of all, of all, so say thousands of children you, you you see a year. How many do you think they can go all the way? They can make the grade. Uh, it's difficult to say because I think in football development there's many phases around it and many factors involved like how many times you train, uh, how supportive your parent is and how's your daily schedule involved and stuff like that. It's how serious they are because at the end of the day some just use it as a, as a weekend yeah. keep fit yeah. thing, right? And commitment is the most important thing. And, and again, that is educating parents and stuff because yeah. you know Asian parents I mean I'm I'm slightly older uh, when I told my mum I wanted to play football definitely no she <laughs> hit me across the head really hard I picked my mouth out from the other side of the room <laughs> but yeah it was like that she went no and my dad said yeah of course you can do whatever you want as long as you get your degree first and you go hang on a sec <laughs> I mean like uh, many factors involved uh, to make a footballer I mean like the coaches uh the parents' involvement as well, and then the environment itself, and maybe a little bit of luck. I think you need that. How uh, how young should kids start? If if you if you you're a parent now, you're thinking, all right, I want my children to be professional footballers. I don't want to push them into it, but I want how soon how, how how early should they start? As soon as they can walk, uh, give them a ball. Uh, I'm a believer of football starts from home. Yeah, uh, I think like uh, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the great youth football coaches Tom Bayer yeah. he's always say that football starts from home yeah, and yeah. it's very true uh, it doesn't need to be structured whenever when they are ready when they're walking face give them a ball have them run around with it yeah, kick yeah. around with it yeah. and when they turn five or six when they come to structured football it's a lot easier and you can see the difference actually okay um, well, uh, I, I read a lot about Dutch uh, football training and, and the total football mm-hmm. concept where they, they train players to literally play in every single position. I mean, something like that. Um, that that's yeah, as it's not, now, even in our elite, uh, we started to do that, but not in well, every position. Yeah, obviously, goalies are a specialist position. Yeah, you've got someone in yeah. centre-back that can play as a midfield. Brilliant. Uh, you've got someone Brilliant. that plays as a striker, can play across on the left and stuff like that. At a young age, we just try them as many as position as possible, but not to the extreme of a centre back playing as a striker. Hmm. Uh, sometimes know. we try it yeah. out during yeah. training sessions. Some of them have them inside. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 They, they want them to get up there and hit the winning goal, don't they? Um, who doesn't love scoring goals? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, sweet stuff. Uh, we're going for our first break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to find out uh, the more personal side about Shaz Wan Wong. Um, his favourite football team, what does he do after training? Uh, that's all coming up for you next. More Grandstand coming right up on BFM 89.9. Best Flipping Moments. 
BFM 89.9, The Business Station. This is Grandstand on BFM 89.9. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Ross here on another episode of Grandstand. It's where we, we take a look at sport from, from different angles. Basically, we, we talk to the people in the sport about the sport they do. This week, we're, we're looking at grassroots football. We've got the GM of Little League Malaysia, <laughs> Shazwan Wong, uh, in the studio. Uh, we, we heard all about uh, Little League Malaysia taking in thousands of kids uh, at weekly basically across the four centers uh, my kid is actively involved every weekend as well Shaswan was telling us about the do's and don'ts parents should learn <laughs> whilst whilst you know observing their kids and and I see that I, I, I used to see that every weekend uh, parents shouting run tackle him now and you just want to go shut up right that's true <laughs> kids get very confused where when there's multiple uh how do you say? And, and can you imagine that the kid that actually does tell his mum or dad to please be quiet, he'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. He may never true. turn up again. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Okay, so um, I know football is pretty much all of your life. You, you, you're, you're like me. You love the game. Um, I'm so glad that my work kind of has to do with football. Um, I'm too old to play. <laughs> What's your favourite football team? Uh, Perak. Para- I'm from Perak. Okay, so, Boscaros. Yes. So uh, that's my team. It's a good Perak side this year. Uh, I would say underperforming. Yeah, uh, but but okay. As a Perak fan, how do you feel about the might of JDT? Uh, they have left us, I mean, like the whole league, a big big gap, I would say. Pahang mm. uh, close to them. Yeah. But not as close it should be. I think. JDT just blew everyone away. I, I know, them. but there, there's got to be a cutoff period. I, I know JDT will, will will come out and they'll buy practically every promising player around. And people want to go there. And people want to go there, whether it is to just to play one or three games a season or, or thirty games a season. They they will want to go there. But uh, how, I mean, for me, how you overcome this is is just by by pure scouting. There must be other players out there. You you can't tell me. That's it. This is the be-all and end-all. You're telling me uh, Safawi Rasid is the best young player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, It's about the other teams. Like, do they want to catch up or not? Uh, there are things that can be done. They can start their youth development now, now, in the state FA. Exactly. So, for me, when you when you say JDT have has, has left everybody in the shade, what JDT have done is, is pure basics to if you compare it to a European football club. Yeah, uh, great training facility. Absolutely. Uh, they got a coach there. Uh, financially, they are stable. Uh, the crowds has been brilliant down there, I would say. Uh, that's why all these players, like, if you ask where do you want to play next, it's got to be there, JDT. Hmm. And the setup is there for a professional player to go to. How, how far behind do you think the Malaysian Super League is um, to... Say the J League, the K League, oh. or even the Chinese Super League. Way behind, I would say. I mean, way the, behind. The, I mean, whilst we're recording this, JDT are, are yet to play their final game in the Asian Champions League. So, so they may well get through at their first attempt. I mean, do you see a club? Do, do you think Perak 
can accompany JDT into the Champions League and play that kind of football? We were close. We were really close start Ab- of the season. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we got to the second round, which is which is a good start. But it seems during the league now, the performance has not been that, now, that good. I, I grew up supporting Salango. I, I've been to Shah Alam Stadium a few times and, and I we, well so we I say we Salango are the multiple champions of champions of Malaysian football. And I, I think it's so sad to see the state they are right now. They've they've got no training ground. I mean they don't own the stadium. The fact that they got back to Shah Alam they're playing to ten thousand people if that. Uh, right. I think Selangor is getting there, given time. Slowly. Slowly, RMS is uh, doing something down there. He got a good, uh, got some good guys behind him that's mm-hmm. doing the work. Uh, in terms of like fan engagement right now, uh, they are doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they engage a lot more of the fans and do, stuff. Do, like do you watch a lot of MSL? Uh, a bit, a bit, not that much. But I think they'll get there, given time. Uh, they have refurbished their training grounds. Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. at uh, good. SUK, good. which is a good start. And I think now RMS need to surround himself with uh, more footballing people. That's that's the yeah that's that's the that's the nail on the he- proverbial head uh, over there. Um, okay, uh, I understand that you are an active member of the Malaysian Ultras. Not so, exactly active member. Well, well, <laughs> I, I've seen pictures of you standing with them. Wearing practically what they're wearing, and and yeah, well, okay, you you support our national team. Yeah, you, you're there yeah, for everything. You have to, all right? I mean, as a Malaysian, that's is your country. You need I, to support them regardless. My my dad took us. Um, I we we drew with England B uh, when I was a kid. This that was, was what back in the eighties. Yeah, I I, I I saw us beat Japan four nil. And I remember the J-League hadn't started yet. I remember reading in the Straits Times that the J-League sent a team of delegates to stay in Malaysia for a year to study, to learn from us. us. So they went back with this whole long list of, this is what we don't do. And they started their J-League. Yeah. (laughs) And we got left behind. We we, we can't, let's face it, we can't even lace their, 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 their boots at the moment, right? I mean... But how, how how can we get so left behind? We were a force in Asia. No, I'm not talking Southeast Asia here. I'm talking Asia, right? Yep, that's true. We, we were a force during that time in the 70s. I think like, what went wrong? I'm not sure. Do you, look at, do you look at the people in charge? Probably. Probably they got a bit comfortable. That's nothing's been done. When you're a CEO of a company, if you run your business to the ground, generally you get sacked. No? Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. <laughs> And it's sad, like, up until now, there's still no youth football development in most of the state FA. Okay, uh, alright, let, let, me, let me just segue here back to, say, your, your Little League Malaysia. So, you, you work with kids up until the age of what, 16, 17? 16, 17, yeah. Okay, what happens to a really promising kid there? Do you try and get them attached somewhere? Uh, yeah, the current plan is if they are good enough, if they're good enough, we have our contacts outside of the country. We will try to get them trials outside. Uh, let's not, not look at like getting trials with Liverpool. Oh, no, no, we, 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 we let's, can't let's be realistic. Yeah, the football rules don't yeah. allow us. Our, our rankings way too low yeah. to play in, in the UK. So. Yeah, our main goal Pine is... Pine sky. <laughs> 
if we can get them to outside of Malaysia, we, I mean, we'll try to do it. For me, the obvious thing is like now with our current set of Malaysian professional players, I don't see any player that there are a handful who want to play abroad and better themselves. Yeah. Right. You. You. you in my lifetime, I've I've read about people coming back because they miss their mum's nasi lemak, and and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You, there, there's one or two that's playing outside. Uh, I, I know that there, there, uh, there are a couple in Thailand. Who, yeah, who, Brian who, C, the goalkeeper, is in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fikri got a stint at Thailand last season. Uh, I think we have players that's good enough to play outside of Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And but do do you think a lot more should? A lot more should go. Absolutely then, right. Uh, that's only going to better they, our national team. E- exactly. I mean, I, I see them all and everybody's in their comfort zone. I, I go, that's great. You're doing really good, but surely your ambition has to be more. Like you hear Ronaldo go, I want the Ballon d'Or. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's that kind of drive. Complacency, I, I guess, is a problem. Um, all right. Jumping back to your support for the national side and you turning up at, at every match and... <laughs> And I, I don't want to say hooligan. I don't want to use it. <laughs> Have you ever been in trouble? Uh, no, not really. Really? Not really. But our experience back in uh, Hanoi, that was quite interesting actually. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's the other side starting it, right? More or less, yes. Because like, we've got a whole big group that is going into the stadium. Yeah. But left with a very small gate to get I, into. I saw a lot of the and videos. there's a lot of people down there. Yeah. And actually, the boys, uh, the ultras actually protected the coaches' wives uh, I, I, yeah. uh, for them to get into the stadium yeah. safely. So... It's we are not that bad, actually. No, no, so <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, normally when you hear the word ultras, you you know you know what is associated. Uh, for for us in Malaysia, it's totally the opposite because we are different. But um, wicked. I mean, that that whole Hanoi experience. That's down to organisation. Yes, and, and, right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Malaysian squad, as it is right now, I know. I know you you've seen the glory days. I mean, when we were proper one Malaysia, we didn't even have to go. Oh look, like, it was proper spine. You know what I mean? Uh, but now, what what are your thoughts on your your Brendan Guns, your Matthew Davises? I think the the team is not bad. I saw the list of the twenty six players call up for the for this World Cup qualifiers. It, it's a decent team. It's and his strongest young, team, right? Some young players yeah. in there, yeah. so I can see like if this progress well, we could be a force to be reckoned with. But I mean, uh, of of these, I don't want to call them foreigners because they are they are very much Malaysians. Like you, you're Brendan Gunn. They're all good friends. Um, I think players like these who are quite obviously still Malaysian, they can only up the levels here, right? Yes, that's true. Uh, I think they provide. That depth that we need, the yeah. work ethics, absolutely spot on. That's I it. I think like that's very important. But then, end of the day, it's up to the other players. Like, do you want to follow that these guys or not? I mean, like you can see, like these guys are, yeah. are doing it proper. Yeah, you, you, you know, it's it's very simple. Uh, not enough people know that football is actually a very decent profession. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. People like like me when I was a kid, I was positively turned off it by my parents because they, they said that's not a job, that's you know, but you can make a very healthy living, and and it's a healthy living. I yes, mean, what more yes. do you need? And you get paid for doing you things get that you paid like. Very. Yeah. This is where it all goes wrong. I know there are Chinese, uh, there are Malays, there there well not a lot of Chinese families are involved. You can they all want to 
do accounting. Or but well, no, they don't. They're forced in grass into root, it. In grassroots level, yeah? actually, that's quite a fair bit of uh, Chinese friends. Good, good. Especially in our club. We, we, we need to see more, right? Yeah. I and mean, they are quite supportive as well. Like, if you look uh, in end of June, we're bringing three teams to Ebo Cup in Portugal. Wicked. So, we got the under-9s, under-12s and under-15s that actually you, go You in. need a radio guy to tag along and, and, <laughs> and take some pictures for you and, and make reports and stuff like that, don't you? Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. So, uh, these teams are going to be exposed to competition for the first time? Yes, for the first time in Europe. So, we, we use it to gauge like where our level is at. And then, when we come back from that experience... Uh, we should know what we need to concentrate on, what we need to work on. Maybe we need to increase our training times. Maybe from three times now, we should go four or five times mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. if we want to be competitive yep, in, yep, outside yep. of Malaysia. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, we're, we're another short break. Uh, when we come back, more from Shazwan Wong, uh, the GM of Little League Malaysia. Stick with us. A view of sports from every angle. This is Grandstand. Bombing Frustrated Minds, BFM 89.9. This is Grandstand on BFM 89.9. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, It's a program this week uh, looking at grassroots football. I've got the GM of Little League Malaysia, Shazwan Wong, in the studio. Uh, we were just talking uh, just now about uh, scouting in, in Malaysia. Uh, that the, the one thing that actually does set Johor Darul Taksim apart from all the other Malaysian Super League clubs, in fact, every other club in Malaysia, is the fact that they have a very active scouting unit. Yes, uh, I've heard, not sure how true it is, I've heard that they got scouts that going out to watch this under 15s, under 18s MSS game all around the country. Mm. And they will pick the best kids out and offer them a spot at the JDT Academy. Now, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny here. Um, years ago, uh, we're talking about four or five years ago now, when I used to actually play actively field football, there was this one game, uh, it, w- it was 1-1. Uh, it was a Sunday, I think we were playing uh, near the rubber plant, play, plantation. Uh, That's uh, going to uh, be RRI. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So it was 1-1. These are all like 40-something, 30-year-olds. So they brought on this kid. He must have been 17. He didn't have boots on. Indian kid, right? He had his Bata shoes on. He came on with 15 minutes to go and scored a hat-trick against us. He, he literally, he took, he was jumping up higher than anybody else who take the ball on his chest before any... So I, I'm thinking here now, you know, if you're a football scout, look to social leagues, look to social football. There are a lot of good players out yes, there. Yes, there's uh, actually, recently, if I'm not mistaken, there's one social league player playing M3 that got signed by... TFC Tengganu, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, which is good for him. Yeah. So I mean, th- that that's just it's that's the easiest way, right? I mean, you've got so people like Little League Malaysia are actively doing scouting for for clubs already. You, yeah. You've already whittled down a, a lot of things yeah, for them, that's right? True. Yeah. Uh, how we do it is like we have massive programs on the weekends, right? Yeah. Across four centres, and every month actually we do a weekend friendly series. Where these four centers will play among each other, Brilliant. all age group, Brilliant. and that's where our coaches will get to see the players and who we want to bring up to train competitively on the elite teams, and that's how we do it. So about your coaches, 
How good are they? I, I know one of them's a regular a guest of mine on, on, on the football show, Kashika. She is a very good coach. <laughs> so, uh, very passionate coach. I, she, I know uh, she's she's qualified and more. Um, do you look for that? Do you look for qualification in coaches? Uh, what do you look qualification, for? Qualification, yes. But most importantly, I would say uh, the experience that they have and how they can adapt to our way of coaching. Uh, long guns are the day running 10 laps, doing sprints for half an hour and stuff like that. Uh, football have evolved. Uh, you, you don't punish a kid by going 10 sit-ups now. Anymore, yeah, do we don't do that anymore. So <laughs> That's a bit uh, dark ages. <laughs> one of the criteria we look at, like, can can they coach kids? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you can have a B license, A license coach yeah. that come out, but it's no guarantee they can coach kids. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. I think uh, yesterday we have a chat with my goalkeeper coach actually, uh, Vishnu. Mm-hmm. With these kids, sometimes you need to be strict, mm-hmm. but sometimes you need to be their friends. Absolutely. Like, I'm 42, yeah. but I can be super nice and friendly with an eight-year-old kid that uh, can climb yeah. on me and stuff like that. Yeah. But when it's time to work, they know like, okay, now it's time to get serious. Let's work. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, you need to instill this into every single child out there. And... Uh, how long do you think Malaysian football can get back up to the big table? Okay, wow. no, not even the big table, the middle table. I'm talking where Thailand is sitting. If you, if you because look we're at not the, even there yet, right? If you look at the current crop of players, and if our progress is not stunted or whatever reasons, probably in the next two, three years, we've got a young squad. Don't forget, we got the Akia uh, Safawi. Yeah, we're still yeah. very young. Exactly, they, they're all very promising. But yeah. I mean, it, there is stability now. If you look in FAM, Stuart Ramalingam's coming in. Yeah, he's coming. He, he's done a done a good job. You look at the coaches. Tan Ching Ho is doing well. Tan Ho is, Kim Sui is doing is well. Superb. So exactly, Boyan is in the setup as yeah. well. He's doing so. We we all know and trust that the people involved now. I my only gripe is we don't have. A football identity We don't know What our Style is Is it 100% Gegen pressing Because we're really Mobile Nubile And fast Is it You know what I mean We're not Keep hold of the ball Type of football What what, do you, what style should Malaysia uh, if play you, If you see the current Based on the current crop Current exactly. crop yeah. I think they're keeping The ball very well Very patient actually That's got to be the way uh, right? Yeah, It has to be the way Not giving the ball away If you don't give the ball away the opponent can't threaten you in any way. How how does Malaysia move up a rung? I mean, obviously, I beat opponents higher rank than us. But I mean, what what do we need to win? What, we've got a friend. We've got a World Cup qualifier qualifier coming yeah. up. I mean, it's crap that we have to play it because in the first it, round yeah right? that it's the fact that we lost a single let's ball try to get into the group it. let's try in the group stage and see how we do you never know isn't it in in, you never in, know. in your lifetime do you think you'll see us get to i'm not even going to say world cup here i'm going to say asian asia cup. cup yeah asian cup yes i think that's a possibility and hopefully you see see our national team in the world cup as well before, only before, before I'm way too old only to be at the terrace. Only if we get proper stadium, we can host it. I, I can't see us. Because, <laughs> yeah, we got great food. And grabs, good. <laughs> it's collectively, I think that people involved in football needs to work together yeah. for us to go far in football. I mean, like for example, um, the, the World Football Summit. 
that was that was in held in yeah. KL recently. You, you're looking at the absolute highest echelon there of of football business. You, you, clubs are going to foreign countries and trying to sell their wares. Leagues are doing that. You know, it, it's all about watch La Liga and all yeah. that. We're 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 a long way behind all this, yes, right? Long way behind. I think we need to improve the league first uh, before we get people excited. I think like do, do you too think bad, too bad our I think our culture supporters culture here is like if a team wins only yeah. they, they it, turn it, up to it, the stadium it's glory that's why glory those hunting. ultra boys yeah. is quite important yeah, because yeah. like regardless Agreed. what happened to the team Agreed. they'll turn up every single Agreed. match I, I think my I was explaining to my friends in the UK they were saying why are so many people supporting your under 23 team more than your national team I went because they're in the semi-final <laughs> In a nutshell, that's your Malaysian football and fan. And at that time, I, I I remember what you're talking about. At that time, like our under twenty three team is playing the important game Absolutely. compared to the first uh, team, com- which is well, uh, nothing, know, like, friendly, friendly, yeah. nothing friendly. Nothing yeah. friendly. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's unheard of. It's say if England played in a friendly, it'd still be bigger than if England under nineteens or under twenty threes played in a Euro semi final. Do you know what I mean? It. It's just it's weird for for me. I think like the awareness that the ultras have created on social media, that's why we got a massive crowd that turn up for those matches. Can I ask how many members are there in the in the Malaysian? I have ultras? no clue. I have no clue. Can you that's estimate thousands you... of them? I would say. Yeah. Like if you look across, like in those away days that yeah. you go to, yeah, there's quite a fair bit of them. Do you, Do you feel it is the job of the ultras to educate the football fan? They have a part to play. I would say it's not their job. But, but you, they, they play their part To yeah. get people interested Absolutely. To come to the stadium Yeah So um, Should they be given More Avenues to Educating And helping fans I think Ultras being ultras Right We They should Keep their current way On educating people Okay Okay um, And, and um, You happy with With uh, the way the, the way the league is run our, our Malaysian Super League season at the moment um, for for two years running now we're actually playing during Ramadan which mm-hmm. is which is a good thing but 10 p.m. games realistically you're talking about an 11:45 p.m. end with without extra time for you, players it, it's not a family thing yeah, anymore to, right to get to get people to go to stadium at that sort of time is a bit difficult I so do, do you think the league should, should maybe be I don't know you find sometimes Malaysian Super League games are clashing with your early Liverpool versus someone and you're not going to win that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's why the supporters, like, I support Liverpool as well. I know, I'm but, not going to hold it against you. Yeah, but yeah. end of the day, we need to support our local football. Absolutely. I mean, like, Liverpool is Liverpool, but, like, Pera is my home state. Yeah. That's, that should be the team that you support. Do, do you support JDT when they play in the Asian Champions League? Yes, I do. I do. Spoken I want like them a, to win. Spoken like a true yeah. football fan. Um, so, if there's one thing you can change about the way kids are brought up in in Malaysia, uh, what would you change? Stop pampering them. That should be it. Let let the kids learn the hard way. End of the day, uh, becoming a footballer uh, to go to the higher level is not easy. And and, uh, and it's a noble profession. It shouldn't be discouraged, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and kids need to be strong uh, to get through those phases uh, to become a professional. So, I mean, there, there are ways of, of learning the ways of life.
through sport. Yes, that's true. Uh, right. And through football is a great tool. Yeah. Uh, to give these kids a life lesson. Brilliant. How long do you see yourself doing this, Charles Wong? As long as possible. As long as. Un- until my last breath, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Hey, thank you so much for coming in and and taking time and and talking to us. Is there a, any any message you want to send out to people? Do you, you, you out for more business? If Get you coach. guys uh, want to come and want your kids to enjoy your football on the weekends and stuff, please do bring them down for our little league soccer session. Yeah, uh, there are uh, Facebook active Facebook pages. Yeah. Uh, little league Malaysia. Do check them out. They've got four centres uh, across the Klang Valley. Uh, they, they coach hundreds of kids every weekend. You could do worse because at the moment your kid is stuck in front of the telly every weekend. That's true. Get them out. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, brilliant stuff. Wish you all your best. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week for more Grandstand on BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.